This podcast is brought to you by the Pro Bono Institute. PBI is a nonprofit organization that supports, enhances, and helps to transform the pro bono efforts of major law firms, in-house corporate legal departments, and public interest organizations in the U.S. and around the world. Welcome to the Pro Bono Happy Hour. I'm your host, Nihad Mansour, Assistant Director of the Law Firm Pro Bono Project. Today I'm speaking with Lisa Dewey, Pro Bono Partner in DLA Piper's Washington, D.C. office, Maru Cortazar, Executive Director of Mexico Appleseed, and Gabriela Alaña, Partner at DLA Piper's Mexico City office, about their ongoing collaboration through the DLA Piper and Mexico Appleseed Pro Bono Partnership. For 14 years, Mexico Appleseed has been growing a network of law firms and corporate counsel engaging in pro bono in Mexico. In the last four years alone, the number of law firms and companies in the network has almost doubled, going from 38 to 70. DLA Piper's nonprofit affiliate, New Perimeter, has supported Mexico Appleseed since 2008 to develop a culture of pro bono in Mexico, and DLA's attorneys from across the firm have taught more than 600 Mexican law students about pro bono and access to justice. Lisa Dewey shared more about how the relationship between Mexico Appleseed and DLA Piper began and how it has developed over the years. We have been incredibly fortunate to work with Mexico Appleseed for now, I think it's close to 14 years. And our relationship first began through New Perimeter. New Perimeter is DLA Piper's nonprofit affiliate that focuses on global pro bono projects in under-resourced regions around the world. We focus on promoting access to justice, sound legal institutions, and social and economic development. And through all of our work, we are focused on women's advancement as well. Our relationship with Mexico Appleseed, um, it really began because our one of our partners here in the Washington DC office, Phil Zeidman, was a founder of the Appleseed Foundation. Um, well over 20 plus years ago, um, he and a group of his classmates from Harvard Law School founded the Appleseed Foundation. And today there are approximately, I believe it's 19 Appleseed centers across the United States and in Mexico. And the App Mexico Appleseed or Appleseed Mexico is the one center outside of the US. And so we were introduced to them by our partner, Phil Zeidman. I also have had a special relationship with Appleseed because of the role that I serve at DLA Piper as the pro bono partner, because we've worked with Appleseed centers um, all across the country in Mexico for many years as part of our pro bono program. But I have to say the introduction to Madu and Appleseed Mexico has been one of the true highlights of my professional life. And it's a project that I hold near and dear to my heart. And we have had such an honor and privilege of working with Madu and, and everyone in Mexico on really important projects to advance access to justice. Our work began with teaching, actually teaching the next generation of lawyers about access to justice and pro bono. And that work, while it has evolved over time, it continues to this day. And we're looking forward to returning to Mexico this next month to, to teach. And I think, you know, Madu can definitely speak to the impact of that work. 
but we have had the privilege of teaching well over 600 students over the years at several different law schools. We have had the opportunity to, to see the impact, to see these students go on and to not only work on pro bono, but work on promoting access to justice. And I'm, I'm really thrilled that Maru Cortazar and, and Gabby Alana are part of this conversation because to me, they are real, what I will say, sheroes um, in, in this space and in their passion and dedication to pro bono. So anyway, it has been really just a wonderful relationship over the years. Maru shared what value the relationships with New Perimeter has brought to her work in promoting a culture pro bono in Mexico. Well, I can talk about how much has meant for Appleseed Mexico the relationship with New Perimeter and DLA Piper. And Lisa DeWitt especially, she was the first one to come to Mexico and show me the way. Is that as, as easy as that? And also, as Esther Landert from the Pro Bono Institute, I remember they were the, the first two international speakers to come to Appleseed, Mexico, and speak about Pro Bono with that passion and with all the enthusiasm and the way to do Pro Bono. So, in my opinion, they showed me the way. And it's important to say that if we go back to the time, I don't know, 15, 17 years ago, we have to remember that in Mexico, the legal profession is still the same situation, is not obligated to participate in a bar association. That is a huge difference between the pro bono practice in Mexico and uh, among other countries and the U.S. So even though the bar association in Mexico, they are recommending to do pro bono, since the legal profession in Mexico, the lawyers, they are not obligated to be part of a bar. The practice is more individual decision, okay? So that's why to know exactly a robust practice like the DLA and New Perimeter was a very important path to follow, and they show us the way. Gabby serves on the board of Appleseed Mexico and works with the organization as part of her pro bono program there. Gabby shared more about how pro bono is growing in Mexico and the role that Appleseed Mexico has played in that evolution. I have had the privilege of being a member of the board of Appleseed around five years. And this has represented a unique opportunity because I have participated not only in the decision-making, but also implementing the decisions made by the board by participating in various projects carried out by Appleseed. This has given me a wider perspective on how to do pro bono in, in Mexico from the inception of a given pro bono project through actually providing legal advice to those in need. Pro bono work has seen increased significantly in, in Mexico over the past years. And this is thanks to the involvement and participation of the legal community and private public entities. And although there is much more to do, reality is that an amazing progress has been achieved in the past years. No doubt that Appleseed has represented a key role in this growth, and now it's an unquestionable reference in pro bono work in Mexico. Appleseed Mexico was founded in 2003 with the main purpose of contributing to the legal strengthening 
of the civil society organizations carrying out legal research and provide legal assistance to vulnerable groups. Appleseed as a second floor organization helps other civil society organizations by guiding them and providing them with the tools required to be in compliance with a complex legal framework. And this is possible through the Red Pro Bono Mexico referred to in a minute. Since its foundation, Appleseed has worked on a significant number of projects with an invaluable impact benefit different sectors of our community in different areas, such as immigration, right to identity, strengthening of the civil society organizations, and legal assistance on disaster situations, just to name a few. So there is a lot of work done by Appleseed during those years. And uh, as you can see, Appleseed has been a key player in this practice, not only in actually doing pro bono work, but also in promoting pro bono work in Mexico, which is so important in order for younger generations to be involved in pro bono work and to increase this beautiful practice that it's so required in our society nowadays. Maru explained how the partnership relies on technology to enhance access to justice and what emerging technologies and digital tools have been used to increase pro bono. As Gabby was saying, in Mexico, there is a very complex and very wide open compliance requirements for the nonprofit organization or the CSOs. So Appleseed Mexico, we have been working very closely to offer that kind of knowledge. And I will say the advice of the legal expertise with our pro bono members, our pro bono network in Mexico. Right now we have 72 members. All of them, there are law firms and the legal areas of different corporations that they are always willing to share their knowledge. So we have developed, and it's very important to tell you that our main objective is that all this compliance will not be an obstacle for the mission and objectives of the CSOs. The CSOs in Mexico, they are attending so many critical social issues and they are not specialized in legal matters. Of course, they do not have the staff to do it. And of course, that they do not have the resources to obtain a legal advice with the quality that we can offer on pro bono basis. So talking about that, we have developed a platform in our webpage where the CSOs can go and look into that and get the information and the advice that they need. So very quickly, I would like to share with you what is our platform. They can go and get an annual calendar and a monthly calendar of all the legal obligations that they have to comply. And they can take those dates and move into the alarms or alerts into their own calendar, okay? In order that they can follow monthly and annually all the obligations that they may have. On another part of the platform, we have create a self-diagnosis questionnaires where they can 
see what their compliance looks like, okay, in five different matters. Labor, tax, corporate, entry laundry, and data protection, okay? So they can answer those questionnaires and the CSOs will receive a report into their mail and to see if there is a kind of risk. If they have that kind of risk, they can immediately request assistance to through our platform and the platform show all the information that we require for the CSOs and our staff in Apples in Mexico, they make an evaluation. That's why we are a clearinghouse. We make an evaluation of the organization, but also on the legal matter that they are requesting assistance in order to, to see if it is worth it to invest in pro bono in those organizations. Those needs are into our platform and our members can go and see what cases we, are, we have opened. We have a pitch of cases and the law firm can select to take that case to review the, all the data of the organization and the legal matter or they can make a reservation of the case because we know that the law firms, they have their own internal procedures. So they can reserve the case for 72 hours in order that they can do all the internal process and then they can accept it or reject it. If they reject the case because maybe they do not have enough staff in a specific area, the case go again to the pitch and we wait until other law firm can take it. This procedure and the platform also allow us to know exactly how many cases each law firm is taken, when the case was open, the name of the lawyer who is taking the case, when is going to be closed. And we have a chat in between Appleseed the client, in this case, a nonprofit organization and the law firm. And if we need something, we can see only the three parts. We can see the comments and to see how is going on the, the process and when is going to be completed and closed, okay? Then other part of our platform, because we have webinars, we are offering, last year we offer 89 webinars through the year. The pandemic, even though that it has been a, a very difficult time for worldwide and the, for the humanity, in our case, everything in life has positive sides and allow us to go into the virtuality. And we are offering so many webinars nationwide. We can now go into other states of Mexico and offer these very high quality webinars with the experts of our law firms. And in those, just to give you an idea, last year we have more than 7,000 people attending our webinars. Now we are looking this year that the trend is going down. People, we are tired a little bit about Zooms. So we are looking the way that we are going to change the way to, to process and to give these webinars. And finally, also with the support of the USA, that DLA Piper is also partner of this project, the CS Pro, that is Civil Society Plus Pro Bono, we have developed different manuals on these five legal matters 
labor tax, corporate anti-laundry and data protection uh, in order that the nonprofit organization can have a very robust materials on how this matter has to be complied. So this is more or less the idea and we are with the, the new project that we are starting and to honor the legacy of Lisa Dewey because she has given us so much regarding this platform and the teaching process. We are developing a project where we are going to invite some of the students and we already have identified one of them that they are going to be part of the, the project to keep looking new ways and new tools to include in our platform. We are looking to use the technology like bots, like how to compare one document with another by laws, other requirements of government. And we are making a, a map of what else we can offer into the platform. Our final goal will be that the nonprofit organizations can rest in our platform in technology to and facilitate them the compliance, to get the knowledge, to have webinars, to have pro bono assistance, and to have ways to do it easier. So this is more or less the idea. And of course, everything has been done through the support and guidance, because I know that Lisa Dewey is a champion about technology. She has been organizing summits and tried to, to use technology to, uh, to improve the access to justice. In our case, is the compliance of the nonprofit organization in Mexico. Adopting a more holistic and interdisciplinary approach to advancing justice for many is unique. Lisa spoke more about New Perimeter's approach to serving communities. I just want to pick up on what Madhu was just describing and just to say that this is just one of many examples that you can see where the impact that Appleseed Mexico has in Mexico on pro bono and delivering access to justice is really amazing with such a small staff and few resources. The impact that they're having is, is pretty incredible. So the, the model of New Perimeter is not only making those long-term commitments because, I mean, part of it is, is that building of relationships that is so incredibly valuable that you have over time, but it's to make sure that the impact that we're having is sustainable over time and that we can be a part of the evolution of how projects are evolving over time and, and that we can be a part of that long-term impact. And I think our work with Appleseed Mexico, both through New Perimeter, but also through the amazing work that Gabby is helping to lead um, out of our Mexico City office is an example of that, of really coming together through our nonprofit affiliate that brings lawyers together from all over DLA Piper, all over the world, but also working with our local lawyers and local partners um, to do what makes the most sense at the time and to really add value in a way that, that honors what's happening there on the ground. So that is also part of the, the new perimeter model. And as I said, we've been incredibly honored to work both with Madhu um, and with Gabby and, and really appreciate her leadership on the Appleseed Mexico board in promoting pro bono and access to justice throughout the country. 
We know that there is an access to justice crisis around the world and that pro bono is one tool that lawyers have to help address the needs in our communities. Looking towards the future, Gabby and Maru find hope in a few ways. After doing pro bono during some years now, what gives me hope is the willingness of the legal community to devote its time and share its knowledge and talent in favor of those who don't have enough means to pay for reasonable legal representation. The fact that the law firms have been able to work together, focusing on a common good and working together and putting aside any kind of competition they might have in other, other cases. The fact that every day there is more consciousness in the legal community uh, of the need uh, to do pro bono work. Also, what gives me hope is that uh, every day there are more law students aware of the benefits of doing pro bono work. There are more law firms interested in doing pro bono work. And uh, there are more civil society organizations willing to work in the benefit of those that for different reasons are legally unprotected. And uh, these civil society organizations are willing to overcome any obstacles that might be imposed in our legal framework to achieve their goals. And last but not least, my hope is that uh, there is a serious and tremendous commitment of great organizations such as Appleseed to continue doing and promoting pro bono work in, in, in Mexico. And of course, my hope is that uh, all of uh, what I just mentioned continue growing and improving every day in Mexico in order to have uh, a more uh, organized and knowledgeable civil organizations, you know, doing pro bono in Mexico and helping communities that are in it. For me, pro bono itself gives me hope. I think that all the people, because in Mexico and I think all over the world, we are looking the way that how we can help. For the lawyers and the legal community, pro bono is the answer. The way that you can help is through pro bono. So for me, gives me a lot of hope that, for instance, right now, we are here with partners such as Lisa and Gabby, and that every time that in Naples in Mexico we have a project, I can call them, and they, I, I'm so happy and privileged that I know that they will say, yes, we will help. That makes me a lot of, uh, I don't know, happy and glad and, and privileged because the province in Mexico, so they are so big, but we are so many people to try to solve them. And also it gives me hope that we can see that in pro bono, there is no competition. We have created with the support of Gabby that she has been all the time helping us, not just in the projects in, in Appleseed. We create a movement that is the legal, the Mexican pro bono standards to give a way to do pro bono in Mexico. Since I was talking about that in, the, in Mexico, the legal profession, they are not required to be in a bar association. We decided and we invite our uh, partners, our peers, like other clearing houses, such as the Fundación Barra Mexicana, the Centro Mexicano Pro Bono, to look the way 
to make a more the standard to do pro bono in a more professional and institutional way. And that is show you that all the law firms, they are willing to share resources, knowledge, and they are willing to participate and work together in projects. In fact, with DLA, we are also have this kind of model to, to collaborate and to work in a binational way. We are updating a very important report that is called Children at the Border, that is the screening, protection, and evaluation for uncompanied minors in the Mexican origin. And these kind of projects, we are working with three law firms in the US, three in Mexico, is a binational project and you can see the way that the law firms, even though that they is, is an industry and they are competing in other ways, in pro bono, that is, there is not such a competition. They are always willing to participate, work together. We also face, for instance, with the earthquakes in 2017 in Mexico. In fact, I was giving a class with any helps from the LA Piper at the moment of the earthquake. And we start talking with our law firms in this group of pro bono Mexico standards. And we create a guide to try to help and to support. And we create groups to go into the areas damaged for the earthquake. Now with COVID, we create another guide to talk about the issues regarding COVID. And if this guide were more than 20 law firms working together. So if you ask me what makes me to feel hope, pro bono does in all the matters in, in the way that the law firms are always willing to help in these specific social matters. To say thank you, thank you DLA, thank you Pro Bono Institute, thank you because Esther Lander, I will remember always, she gave us a lot, a lot of information and passion. And what can I tell about Gabby and Lisa? They are always there. And that is so big for me. They are always there for, for opposite Mexico. Yeah, you feel the same way, Mario. And it's, as I said, it's, a, it's an honor. And you know, I'm so happy that you mentioned Esther Lardent, who is the founder and first president of the Promoto Institute. And I should say that Esther was one of our co-chairs of our new perimeter advisory board. And she could not have been more excited about our relationship with you and with Appleseed Mexico. And I can remember how happy she was to go to Mexico and to speak with you and how inspired she was, and all of us have been, um, by the work that, that you all are doing. And not only does that give us hope, but the work that you and Gabby do um, is an inspiration for all of us. And you all are, are role models for, um, for what we as a profession should all be striving for. So thank you, Nihad, and thank you to the Pro Bono Institute um, for all that you're doing all the time, every day, to help promote um, this good work. I just want to thank you for this opportunity. And this is one of the ways to promote pro bono, right? To talk about it so that people know what it's been done. And also that there is much more to do and that we encourage people 
to involved in pro bono work. And if they don't know how to do it, then approach Appleseed and we can help them to start in this wonderful journey that I'm pretty sure that they will enjoy as much as, as, as we do. If we do pro bono with passion and compassion, I think that we are going to have a much better society for us and for our children. Thank you. Thank you, all of oh you. Gosh. You all are amazing. I'm so inspired by this group. It's so beautiful to see this group of women working together and see the collaboration in its beauty. I really feel the energy you have and connection to each other and your hearts are in this work. And I feel it as I'm listening to all this. I know that you trust each other and you're there for each other. And this is a group effort and it's really changing the world. So thank you. Thanks to Lisa, Maru, and Gabby for their leadership and thoughtful remarks. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Pro Bono Happy Hour. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for now, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Pro Bono Happy Hour.